This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey everyone, this is Eric Nordoff, and you're listening to another episode of Courage Cast. Welcome. We are continuing our conversation from the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People Today by Dale Carnegie. I think he wrote this in the 40s or 50s. And uh, life-changing book for me when I read it in the 80s, uh, when my dad sent me to the Dale Carnegie Public Speaking and Human Effectiveness class for, I think, 12 weeks, starting in April. It must must not have been that long. I can't imagine that I went that long. Maybe it was an eight-week course. Anyway, every Thursday from starting in April or March till May, I went. My dad dropped me off, and I went inside, and I started speaking in public. And I was scared to death, but it really helped me gain confidence in learning how other people interacted and, and really solidified a lot of things in me that that helped me to become genuinely interested in other people. And I saw the benefits of that and how it could affect my life. Because I was not a great student. I was not a great, um, ed, you know, I, I didn't love education. I didn't, didn't love to learn at that time. I love to learn now. I love to learn when it can be applied in real life. I, I like real-time learning. And um, if I don't know something, I'll immediately look for an opportunity to find out how I can learn it if I want to learn it, if my desire to learn it is great enough. So this was very, very helpful for me. So we're going to continue on with principle nine in part two of the book. Uh, And the principle is this, be sympathetic with the other person's ideas and desires. Sincerely, I think. Well, there's actually a, a, a magic phrase, believe it or not, that actually helps to stop arguments and actually turns the conversation from a negative to a positive interaction and actually turns the other person. It's like turning a Titanic around to make the other person and help the other person to listen to you actually. And that statement or that sentence or phrase is this. If you can just say sincerely, I don't blame you at all for feeling the way you do. If I were you, I would undoubtedly feel the same way. Now, there's different versions of saying it, but the whole point is, listen, you feel a certain way and and I understand and I don't blame you for feeling that way. And as a matter of fact, if I were you, I would feel the same way as you. That's powerful. That's going to stop an argument right there. The great thing about this phrase is that we can say it and be 100% sincere because if you and I were the other person faced with their situation, with their background, with their problems, with their needs, with their desires, we would absolutely see things just the same way he or she does, right? So it's honest. It's true. We can be 100% sincere. What if you started, if you started finding yourself getting into an argument or you, or you came across somebody that was passionate about an idea, passionate 
and, and, and was determined to make their point or was doing th- something so intensely that you knew that they were, that they were absolutely not going to change their mind or, or some version of that. This statement is going to, is going to stop an argument, even if you feel differently, especially if you feel differently. Quote from Dale Carnegie, three-fourths of the people you will ever meet are hungering and thirsting for sympathy. Give it to them and they will love you. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Now, maybe this is where my fear of man came in and I kind of got skewed. And I, I truly do believe that that there's this is great advice and this is good human interaction principles. But maybe, just maybe, there could have been more of of this understanding of knowing that God was my source for approval and love. Um, and this, that's why I laugh, because it, it's interesting when I read these quotes, because I, it brings up in me this, this wiring that originally came. But I think now, as an adult, this would have been incredibly valuable for me to understand, in addition to the fact that God already loves me, I'm already approved. I don't need to have the approval of man. I talked about this a couple episodes ago. But this three-fourths of the people you will ever meet are hungering and thirsting for sympathy, are with empathy. They want to be understood, right? They want to be loved. They want, they want, to, they want to be known. And you have the opportunity to help them feel that way. And uh, But I, I, I just do love the quote, give it to them and they will love you. If you want people to love you, you can do it very insincerely uh, as well. So make sure that everything you do is sincere. Continuing on with this, if someone feels negatively towards us, once we begin apologizing and sympathizing with their point of view, they will begin apologizing and sympathizing sympathizing with our point of view. Um, you know what? And And I would just add that even if they don't, it's still a good thing to do. Now, I probably apologize too much. I probably apologize very quickly. I'm very quick to apologize. I'm very quick to to um, to try to find empathy. I think I'm. Oh, I'm actually better at apologizing than I am at finding empathy. Maybe that second part of it I need to work on. But uh, I definitely should try to try to find empathy with the with the other person that I'm talking with. But um, I find that sometimes I've I apologize for the same thing over and over and over and over again. It doesn't work anymore. It's easier to initially apologize, but when when I don't change my behavior, this is what comes up in me when I read some of this stuff. When I don't change my behavior and it continues that way, eventually the apologies don't mean as much, especially to my wife, probably. So uh, it's time to start actually getting down to the business of seeing what's going on behind the reason I'm doing this thing continuously. If it becomes a pattern, I need to start working on that, of course. But um, but it does put the other person, especially in a business relationship, when you are quick to apologize, when you're quick to admit wrong, which is really hard to do because you have to be humble. You can't be prideful. You have to admit that you could actually be wrong. If you're quick to admit that you're wrong, you're going to get so much more grace 
from other people. And when on top of that, when you're quick to empathize or sympathize with the other person and they feel understood, um, people run to that. People like that. It puts them at ease. It puts me at ease when somebody does that. I don't feel like I have to fight. My guard doesn't have to be up. I don't have to raise my sword. I don't have to put up walls. So if someone's putting up walls around you, maybe, maybe if you're getting kickback, if somebody's keeps saying the same thing to you, pay attention, humble yourself, humble yourself. Are you seeking to understand other people? Are you recognizing other people's troubles and others' opinions? Or are you being hardheaded and stubborn? and bulldozing your way through your life. This can quick the, this is, if you want to see hostility turn into to friendliness, this is the quickest way to do it. Apologize sincerely and begin to sympathize and seek to understand the other person. You're going to gain so much more friendly response from others. Admit it, admit it. So how do you put this principle into practice? Next time you approach a disagreement with someone, take a moment to imagine yourself in their shoes. If you were that person, ask yourself these three questions. What sort of pressures would you be working under if you were that person? What pressures are they experiencing right now? What would your goals and priorities be if you were that person? If you were in their shoes, what would your goals and priorities be? And the third question is, what sort of relationships do you have with the other people involved? What sort of relationships do you have with the other people involved? Show the other person that you genuinely understand their perspective by saying things and really truly meaning them sincerely. I completely understand why you see it that way, or I know it would be helpful for you if. So have an understanding of other people or seek to find understanding for the other people. I think you're going to experience great breakthrough. I know I do when I put these principles into practice. And this is again, a great reminder for me. I do these selfishly. I really do. I need to hear this stuff. It's really, really good stuff. Well, that's it for me, friends. Share about it and talk about it in the Courageous Community at CourageousCommunity.com. You can join the Facebook group right there. You can download the Who I Am in Christ free audio download. Join our email list. I promise I won't bother you. And this will be a great uh, journey that you'll be on. I appreciate all that you're doing, write a rate and re- write a rating and review on iTunes. If you have a minute, um, I appreciate that so much. The more ratings and reviews we have, the more, uh, the more we get, uh, attention and love from iTunes. And, uh, if you share and share our public page, the courageous community on Facebook, not the group, the private group, not that, but the courageous community public page, I will send you a t-shirt. Just email me at eric at courageouscommunity.com and I will send that t-shirt out to you. All right, friends, I'm Eric Nordoff and you're listening to the Courage Cast. I'll be back again on the next episode. <laughs>